welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. Now here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Judge Jerry Springer! Thank you! Thank you! Whoa! Oh, hey, hey! Thanks for coming! Oh, man. Yeah. Damn. We have a whole class back there. <laughs> hey, last week we had Maria Corelli and her band on. Yes. And so we asked them to come back, and they have come back. We're going to hear them again. They're, so uh, they're really good, really good, Re- really cool style of music. And uh, uh, Maria writes uh, original songs, and she's yeah. going to do one of those. Hey, uh, damn, I just dropped my phone. Drop my phone like bam, and I tell you, I've got this uh, cover for it, and I got this cover on the screen. It did nothing. Did it just crash? Hey, let's drop it again. No, it didn't. Oh, let's try it again. I'm no. gonna push it no. off. No. no. We're not <laughs> oh. No, we're not gonna do that. Not yeah. Either. Hey, my uh, grandson dropped the dropped the phone. Yeah. I'm, I, it's no joke. He, you know, we got him a. A, a, a phone which limits on it so certain you got things this you kid a phone at age yeah how old is he how old is he uh, 42 uh, <laughs> hold your grandson hold he's, your grandson he's 10 what the hell is a kid 10 year old kid doing with this well it's, it's just so he can play games on it in other words there are all restrictions he can't get the internet and stuff like that anyway he dropped it down four flights four flights so he calls me on the house phone Yes. You know, from uh, Chicago. Yeah. And, Opa, yeah, I dropped my phone. Yes. So I played hardball with him. Yeah. I said, well, what kind of phone do you want replacing it? It, it did break. <laughs> Four flights killed it. It, it shattered it. killed it. it. Oh. it uh, okay. Yeah. So, if, that was a bri- if that was a Nokia brick, it would not have, would have would just... not have hurt it. Yeah. So you it, got him another phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. but it is. And three more payments, it's taken yeah. care of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of your grandson, you got yes. him a batting coach. He's oh, very yeah. good, very good athlete, yeah, by good the way, because I've seen video of him, yeah. and I've seen, yeah, I mean, I've seen him, seen plenty yeah, that was of so video and pictures of him. fun. There's a guy who um, played eight years in the uh, minor leagues for the Cubs. He was AAA. So he yeah. never quite made it to major, but he, yeah, but he's, he's a good baseball. Player. Yeah, yeah, and he gives batting lessons, uh, you know, an indoor thing. So uh, I got Richard a whole bunch of batting lessons there, and it was great just to go and see him whack the ball. Yeah, it was, it was exciting. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Oh, that's cool. He's I think he's. Be I've been telling you. I think he's going to really be. Well, he's going to have to support me. You know? I think so. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you ask him if he can take us all on a cruise? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Might be he's going to be the famous one. Yeah. Hey, speaking of cruises, yes. I got yes. involved in this uh, project, and Maria, I've been looking for kind of a music angle to this too, and I'm going to be a little sketchy about the details because it hasn't been formally announced. But I will tell you this: a major national outdoor gear company, big time company. Mm-hmm. When it gets announced, everybody will know who they are. They've gotten involved. Uh, there are people from Louisville, Kentucky, and from the Cincinnati area are involved. I got involved for the cycling side of it. So here's what it is. 250 miles long from Portsmouth, Ohio, Rivertown, east, going towards Pittsburgh, all the way to Louisville, Kentucky, 250 uh, river miles. 
all along the river are roads on both sides of the river. Mm -hmm. So Ohio on the one side, route U.S. Route 52. And then on the Kentucky side, Kentucky, I think it's Kentucky Route 8. And these people, and by the way, the canoe, they're paddling it. So there's Mm going to be some people out on the river paddling in these 10-person Native American-style canoes from the 17 and 1800s, voyagers. Yeah. And then, on, so they'll be going down the river, team of 10, the first leg from Portsmouth to Cincinnati, then 40 paddlers, four boats, 10 each, from Cincinnati to Louisville. Then on the roadways will be roughly equal number of cyclists. The point of this is twofold, to digitally map the river as a trail, as a recreational trail, to wow. get people to think of the Ohio River is a paddling resource, as well as the roads are run alongside of it as a cycling resource. So the people doing this are going to digitally map all of the resources along the way, places where you can camp. We're going to camp each night, and we'll have some support vehicles that will move the gear forward. It's going to take about eight days to do this. And camping, uh, couch surfing, Airbnbs, B&Bs, motels, hotels, ice cream parlors, microbreweries, dis- uh, vineyards, etc. That sounds like so much yeah. fun. Doesn't that sound like a blast? Yeah. I'm looking really looking forward to it. It's just something fun. So You'll, you're doing you're I'm going to do it. the cy- I'm yeah. leading the cycling contingent okay. that'll be paralleling and each night the cyclists and the paddlers will all camp together. But the idea, and then out of it will come an app for your phone that if you're a cyclist or a paddler, you'll be able to look and see where all of these resources are. Oh. It's very cool. You'll have to tell very me cool. about it. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I <laughs> thought it might be one more time and then maybe Jerry would get off his butt and do something. Yeah. As long as the seat is padded. But you want to know something? <laughs> I was thinking, what if... I haven't even floated this idea yet, but what if along the way there would be some songwriters who are part of this, who are either hiking, running, biking, oh, because you've got roadways, you could do all three of those, or paddling, who would then write some original music about the history of the river and how it was used, because back in the 17, 1800s, the Native Americans, the, the Shawnee in particular, just used the hell out of the river. That's how they got up and down. They would paddle back up against the current. Mm. And they would go as far as Fort Pitt, which was Pittsburgh, and as far down past the falls of Louisville. And so there's plenty of material for some original songs and maybe jamming every night as people are camping. Could be a lot of fun. Yeah, that could, add that. And it could be like a tour. Music, like yeah, the like mu- a tour. Musicians like drive down in the van with the gear. Yeah. And then the... People on the river and the cyclists, they meet up at the venue. Yeah, it's And you hear the band play that night. And you guys we go to on talk, to the next. Because maybe there's a way to kind of pitch to Man, this, really these good. organizers of adding uh, a music element to help draw crowds. Because they, they do mm-hmm. want to. And again, the details will come out later. I'm being pretty sketchy here. But there will be uh, stops that they'll make to draw attention to the digitally mapped the digital maps, and they're fundraising for a couple uh, very good causes uh, that are river-related and inner-city recreation causes. I'll leave it at that. Uh, So it's, it's, you know, it's all like a nonprofit running this whole thing. It's not a money-making venture. Mm -hmm. And they're limo companies that can follow the road. (laughs) 
Yeah, could. Yeah. Right, Dan? No, but Jerry, wouldn't that be... Uh, you would do that. I mean, because I know you wouldn't paddle across the Atlantic Ocean like Bryce calls, and you're <laughs> yeah. sure as hell not going to do unlimited mileage. I'd love to take you through that again, but I've sworn I'm not going to discuss that On anymore. behalf of everybody, please don't. Or rock yeah. climb in the Red River Gorge. Oh, but for God's <laughs> sake, could you pedal a bicycle for 20, 30 miles a day? Well, let me tell you is. what I have done. Yes. Actually, now that I think about it, um, for Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, Mickey got me a helmet. Because mm -hmm. I have a bike. Nice. And she wanted me to go with her. So we, I went around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, wearing your new helmet, your Christmas wearing helmet. Wearing my new helmet. Yeah. First of all, it messes your hair. Yeah. That it does. Yeah, Those helmets. Really you can, you come out, your, your hair looks awful. <laughs> yeah, you got I can't tell you helmet how. Helmet hair. We call oh, it, yeah. it took me an hour just to have it coiffed afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But... um yeah, so, uh, yeah, so you're so riding, go, you are riding for so. like 45 minutes. Well, that's ride. good, yeah. But if I, I, I need a seat that's comfortable, yeah, because you know, well, my legs didn't bother Can't, me, I could do yeah, that. I, I wasn't ride. out of breath or anything, yeah. But man, it's tough on your seat, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could just strap. Strap the one that you Yeah, bring. the one. Hey, keep talking, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that cushion? This is, the this butt is, pad. Yeah. This is my business venture. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. If someone could come up with a nice pillow that I could sit on while I'm riding <laughs> there the bike. There are, by the way, because I, I, do, I do do a lot of riding, and there are uh, saddles, as they're called. You go into bike shops, and the, and the bigger and the fatter the saddles are, the more they make fun of you? The more they do make fun <laughs> yeah. of you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I was I trying to figure out how being, I was going to say it. But I have made a whole career out of being made fun of. <laughs> yeah, okay? right, right, right. There is no era of my yeah. life that there hasn't been a reason for people to make fun of me. Yes. So I don't mind getting, you call it a saddle? Saddle. I'm or going seat, right in there because there's, there's a bike store down there yeah. in Sarasota. I am getting myself a saddle. I'm going to saddle up. Yes. <laughs> I can actually tell. I can give you some tricks of the trade. There, there is a, a thing that it goes under the saddle that is the, the tube that goes yeah. where the seat goes. It's yeah. the seat's on top of. Is and it anything there, like a colonoscopy? No. <laughs> it's the, the opposite. Ew. There is a device that is a shock absorber. And oh. it's sort of concealed. You don't really notice it much. <laughs> and it gives some cushion. So instead of getting a big, fat, goofy-looking saddle, you get a post-post <laughs> shock. It gives what? it some bounce. Why don't I just take a car? Yeah, well, well I, think Mickey has, I think Mickey has the answer for that. Get off your ass and do something. <laughs> She has really, she's really yeah. pushing. No, me. because the fact of the matter is, all kidding aside, and I Maria, I know you because we've talked about this, and I've been riding and I've seen you running. You're an exerciser, and you mm -hmm. probably have been your whole life. Yeah, I guess. Or well, you yeah, weigh like twelve pounds for God's <laughs> sake. So what are you exercising no. for? I and, do and, love running, and you I probably do, do yeah. it not just for the physicality of it, but it's a whole mental thing. Oh yeah, and, it's a good and I feel that way about almost. stuff I do. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, it is good. It is good to get into a habit at any age, and yes. that's probably what Mickey's it, talking about. Yeah. Let's go I do mean, some stuff. Don't yes. make us do. Don't make us make you do yoga again, Jerry. Oh, oh no, 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 yeah. no. Well, she says the habits you have now are the habits you bring with you into the home. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever you do, yeah, that's what that's what's ahead for me. And it is a. It literally is, I believe. A habit. I, I went to, I had uh, 
some injuries. <laughs> no, I told you about it. I had hurt my back, you hurt, did. broke a rib See, all this. You're the physical guy, right? Yeah, I know. You I know. do all this exercising. I'm going to ride yeah, a bike yeah, yeah. all the way to Cleveland, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you're the guy that's walking around with a limp yes. that, hurt, that, that hurt your ribs, that hurt your and hip, done your ha- knees. And got Ouch. hurt how? And got hurt by doing physical things. Exactly. So if you sit in a chair all the time, no, you can't get no, hurt. No, the only thing that happened to me, I fell asleep. Yes, <laughs> and I tipped over as I was falling asleep. That was thing. So now I just sit on the couch. So when I fall over, it's right on a pillow. So I'm okay. A lot of people don't know that. Don't be sitting in a chair. Make sure you're sitting on a couch when you take your naps. It uh, it is annoying that he might live to like the riskiest thing Jerry's ever done. I know it's annoying. It'll be annoying if he lives to like 120. It's like it's not supposed to be that way. How the hell does he get to live to 120? He didn't do anything. Yeah. No, but I, I have I have a gym in my neighborhood. It's part of my yeah. Condo Jim Jones, community. he lives down the block. That's <laughs> only Jim I have in And my you get out of the habit of going, and you got it. It is a ha- all this stuff it is, is it's You're fine. Right. You're right, and yeah. it's good, but it is a habit. You feel that way about running? I mean, you got to kind of oh yeah. You know, make most sure. days I don't want to. <laughs> but 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 you do. But I do. I get you out push there. yourself, and yeah. then once you're out there, you're probably oh yeah. It. it I think it. I mean, in all seriousness, it, I think it's really great for your mental health, too, just to, like, get up and move. and. It is. I mean, everyone says. I mean, I know that. And yep. my doctor says <laughs> yeah. it Yeah. You do any exercise? Yeah. And then he says, well, why do I keep asking you? Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> goes on to, to the next question. The fact is, you are, though. You got a helmet. I got a helmet. That's something. Right, serious question. Helmet. You got a helmet. You rode once 45 minutes, which, by the way, that's a good good amount of riding, I think. Well, I rode more over the holidays. I You did it multiple times? Yeah, a bunch of times. Well, so you're into it now. Oh, good for you. No, I pray for rain every day. <laughs> <laughs> so Mickey won't come and say, come on, we're no, going. good for you. She good doesn't ask you. anymore. She says, we're going. Does she go right. too? Do you guys ride? Oh, yeah, she does. She's oh, great about cute. that. And this yeah. is in Florida where the and weather is conducive for this. Yeah. I'm going to try to move back to Chicago or something. <laughs> We're six months a year and now I can get a vacation. Yeah. Well, I, I, think it's, I think it's really good what you're doing. Hey, yeah. I have this idea, and I want to ask you about uh, Iowa Congressman Steve King in a oh, second. Right. But before I do, we were goofing around a little bit earlier, and there's a, an old song called The Banks of the Ohio. Right. And Maria, you know that song. It's yeah. a traditional song. It's probably public domain or something. It's been around forever. Everybody, a lot of people have covered that over the years. And uh, when we do the music segment, change things up a little bit. Instead of doing Down by the Riverside, we use that as a closing. We used to do Irene Goodnight. We've changed it up a little bit now and then. I think that it'd be cool to hear Jerry sing with the Maria Corelli band yeah. And what if Let's we actually it. walked over, when we get to that, it's going to okay. be in a second, walk him over to that microphone and sing walk. and do some harmonies? Can yeah. you walk that far to that Gene's microphone? Gene's implementing right? exercise. I'm getting exercise right yeah. here on the show. Yeah, yeah we'll do the back yeah. to the Well, that is something to awesome. look forward no, to. So we're going to hear you here. do a, another one of your songs yeah. Oh, yeah. with yeah. your band, mm-hmm. and then we'll do a Banks of the Ohio with Jerry and Maria singing together. That Which, yeah. by the way, That'll be awesome. for those who don't know, we literally, at, at you know, at this coffee parlor, are... Uh, um, 
on the banks of the Ohio. We are. I mean, you mm-hmm. could walk in two minutes down to the yeah. Ohio River. So we're Probably not even. Like a minute, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah, one minute. Could, yeah. Minute. Me, <laughs> get, it, get it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll roll Jerry down. Man. We have to lead him. We're, we're going to get... Hey, you no, know what you need? It takes me about a minute to stand up. <laughs> and then we go from there. You know what you need? I just thought <laughs> of this. Need. Yeah. Just thought of this. Do you know how they become very popular? Service dogs. You need a service dog <laughs> to help you with your life. And when we get yeah. that service dog for you, yeah. they'll say, well, uh, Gene, is it sight? No, it's, sight's fine. Well, is, is he have no use of his legs? No, he can walk around. He, yeah. he just needs help. <laughs> he needs help in lots of ways. And that, but that service dog, you could just follow yeah. your dog. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Oh, that's a stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking yes. of stupid ideas, yeah. yeah, this Congressman Steve King, Iowa mm. Congressman, yep, says that it's beyond stupid. He says things that are just flat out evil. You well, let's call it like that? it is. They're yeah. racist. In fact, the stuff that he's saying is racist. But there even was some discussion at NBC whether they whether the anchors could say that it's racist. Hmm. And they yeah, actually, so. at the highest executive level of the company, of NBC, the network, um, they made the decision that they can call it racist. After this wow. morning saying that they couldn't. Yeah. They yeah. first said they couldn't, and now yeah, they got and now, such pushback. And so, boy, everyone's uh, onto it now, because it's obviously racist. Um, and, and I got to tell you, it, this was not what I intended to talk about originally tonight. I literally threw down some notes in the last hour before we got here uh, because there's just something that got to me. Uh, earlier, to, yet, well, actually it was yesterday, the Republican Party stripped Congress, the Iowa Congressman Stephen King uh, from all committees that he is on. Uh, he was chairman of some, but they just took him off all the committees based on his interview with the New York Times where he said, and I'm quoting here, He said, when did being a white nationalist or white supremacist become offensive? Now, this guy has a history of racist comments. I mean, there's no other word to put it but racist. He's a white supremacist, and he says, what's wrong about that? In fact, they have a video of him about 10 years ago, between 10 and 15 years ago, where he is proposing a wall on the border to keep Mexicans and people of color out. And he, he had a model of a wall there as he was speaking in the well of, the, of, of Congress. And he had a, a model there, and then he brought out some wire that he put on top of the wall, like a demonstration, and he says, you make this an electric wire... And he says, this is how we keep cattle from, you know, coming into our property or getting out. So it's effective. We could do that. And then these migrants wouldn't be coming over the wall. And it's one racist comment after another. So yesterday and today, various Republicans were being asked, you know, what they thought about this. And, of course, they all voted to get him off the committee, saying this is not what we're about, this is a totally offensive language. And uh, so when you hear all of that, 
whether it was uh, Romney, whether it was um, uh, McConnell saying, you know, this guy ought to find another line of work, all very admirable comments. And you would like to think that they all believed that and said it. And so you can't criticize what they said. What struck me and why I wanted to talk about it for a few moments tonight is, first of all, why are they just complaining now? This guy has been saying this stuff, and it, there's a whole list of stuff he's been saying, for 10, 15 years. Why suddenly now did they decide to say it? Well, the answer is they've just been through the November election, and all of a sudden Congress has been turned over to the Democrats. And the Democrats were going to move to get this guy removed. And the Republicans didn't want to be, they wanted to get ahead of the story. So they decided to do it because they knew the Democrats were going to do it and they didn't have the votes to stop it. So, and they saw what the results of the last election. So to give themselves cover, they suddenly said it. So that's one of the reasons they just picked now. Otherwise, why would you just pick this week compared to every other week or every other month or year that Stephen King has been saying this stuff? campaigning on this stuff. Also, the president, Trump, has been supporting King and backing him throughout his career, including recently. Trump says, and I'm quoting, he's talking about King, we think exactly the same way. We don't have to compare notes. I support all his positions. And by the way, in the last day, after the Republicans booted King, Trump has had no comment about it. But up until two days ago, he vocally supported King, would go out and campaign for him, say before crowds, and they have this all on tape, this is what we need to hear in America. He's right. He was one of the forerunners of this. And then it struck me the kind of things that Trump has been saying over the years. And I guess my question ultimately will be, if you're saying this about Stephen King, a congressman, that his racist remarks have no place in our government, why wouldn't you say the same thing about Trump? If it's no place for this kind of language and these kind of views in the United States Congress, why is it okay in the White House? An innocent question. To the Republicans, I say, you raised the issue. You held this big, you know, stand. We are not going to permit this. And yet, with the president, you think it's okay. And these are some of Trump's statements over the year. I just picked a few. When LeBron James was being interviewed by Don Lemon, the African-American uh, anchor at, at CNN, Trump said, Don Lemon is the dumbest man on television, and uh, think about it, he made LeBron James look smart, and who can do that? Maxine Waters, uh, the congresswoman from California, African-American, oh, he calls her low IQ, Charlottesville, the marches with the neo-Nazis. Nazis. Well, they're nice people on both sides, he says. 
people crossing the Mexican border. They're animals. They're rapists. They're all bringing drugs. NFL players protesting their racial treatment. He blasts their right to protest. A judge that deals with his case with the uh, Trump University can't listen to the judge, he says, because he's of Mexican heritage. Uh, he talks about, pardon the language, but I'm quoting him, shithole countries, the whole Bertha movement with, with Obama. In other words, Trump has been saying these same racist things for years. And the Republicans don't say anything about it. So therefore, this particular rant of mine is not against Trump. It's against the Republican Party. It's against the McConnells of the world. It's against people that keep supporting this party right now. You want to be a lifelong Republican? God bless you. But there has to be a moral compass for our political parties. There has to be a line which you say, this is not what we represent. This is... Every line you use to censor Stephen King, a congressman from Iowa, which, which is picking low-hanging fruit, that's easy. You think you can have a clear conscience, well, I came out against that Iowa congressman. Oh, great, you're definitely going to heaven. No. Stand up, McConnell. Stand up. You guys had the, the Congress. You had the Senate. You had the Supreme Court. You had the White House. You had every element of power in this government. And you never stood up to Trump on his racist comments. I mean, really. And you have a chance now. You know what you can do? Open the government now and deal with the wall later because you and I both know that the wall has nothing to do with securing our borders. What, six people came through over the last year or whatever? Six people? Let's spend $5.7 billion. Several hundred people came over the border from Canada who had criminal records. So uh, the, the wall has nothing to do with security. People that are bringing drugs in or, or have bad records or whatever, they're coming through the wall of entry, through the port of entry. That's where they're coming through, or they're flying into our airports. That's where it's all happening. The terrorists on, um, on 9-11, they didn't come over our border. They flew in. So you know the only reason for the wall and Mexico is because they're brown. That's the truth. And you can make all the excuses you want, but, you know, if we're sitting in a restaurant or in a bar or whatever and you and I are talking, you can say that, but you know that I know that you're coming up with some rationale to support him. And yet, you condemn Stephen King when you're perfectly okay to have that kind of language and view represent the United States of America from the White House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
All right, we've got Maria Corelli back. Maria is uh, obviously the third voice of our podcast. You've been hearing her through this episode, but she's also a singer-songwriter. She has a band called the Maria Corelli Band. And that Mar- is an original name. Well, Holy cow. How did you think of that? Good oh. Italian young woman. Man. I'm Italiano, too. My Talk mom's name creativity. was Banini. I'm Italiano, yeah. And by the way, you can hear her music at mariacorelli.com, M-A-R-I-A-C-A-R-R-E-L-L-I.com. And now they're doing stuff on Instagram, and she was telling us last week we begged them to come back. They did. But uh, they've got some stuff coming up. Might be a music video, and, but their stuff's getting out there. This is a great sound. She's great. Is rockabilly a fair description, or is that the wrong way of saying it? What do you I'd think? I'd probably say, like... Americana or alternative country. Yeah, okay. Okay, but it's got some good <laughs> uh, yeah. electric instruments. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not just acoustic. Yeah. Got a drummer. and uh, So do a, do a song for us. This is a song you wrote, correct? Yeah. This is a song I wrote. This one is called Strings on My Guitar. All right. And um, this is going to be the single off of my new album song. and it's actually going to be my debut solo album nice. so. and by the way if you're watching on facebook live a lot of people do that pay attention to maria's uh picking ability because you work at it i know you do i see oh. you working on it and i Thanks. see the progression um and there are two other there's bass guitar and electric guitar but uh maria's a good uh good picker too so here we Thanks, go maria Jean. corelli and her band I love you more than cigarettes I love you more than booze Between you and an apple pie I wouldn't have to choose Now I know the rest are bad for me And you're the best by far But you'll never be those strings on my guitar I love you more than speckled skies on cool Christmas Love you more than the days we get through without Shoot. 
That is a great, I'm glad that's your, that's your single that you're coming out with. I love that thank song. You. Thanks. Oh, that's great. Very good. Good job. Yeah, thank um, you. And, and introduce the band again real fast, because yeah. the guy doing the picking on that, that was not Maria, that was... <laughs> oh, that was all me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, that... Yeah. That is uh, Nick Giese over here on the electric guitar, and Very he good, has Nick. a few different musical projects as well. As you can hear, his talent stretches yeah. far and wide. Yep. And uh, we so got. So does his beard. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got <laughs> Nick Blasky back there on the drums. Yeah. Talented drummer. Yeah. Um, and then Lenny Hickey over here on the bass guitar. Yeah, sounds good. Woo! Hey, uh, Jerry, step over there. This oh, is going to be unique. Oh, man, I'm so nervous. Jerry Springer, <laughs> he comes from Roots Music back in the day when he was in college. I don't know. We've talked about this before, but let me update people or remind people. But Jerry, back in the 1960s as a student at Tulane University, uh, was a folk singer and did some stuff there, did some stuff after college, played out, as we say, played up in Mount Adams, a neighborhood of Cincinnati, Mahogany Hall. So he knew a song, knows a song called Banks of the Ohio, and we're right literally on the Banks of the Ohio. Turns out Maria Corelli and her band, they know that song too. So they're going to do it. They're going to take us out on Banks. This is good. This could be a career could be a career. No, it can't. No, it can't. No. <laughs> I should say, and, and thank you for that wonderful introduction, Jim. You're very welcome. But I, I, I do have a CD. Yes. Yeah. You do, actually. Yeah, it's a two-year CD, 7% interest. <laughs> and, uh, no, actually. Yeah. No, <laughs> Fact but this, of the matter is, you have a CD, and why yeah. the hell are they stored in my tiny condo? Yes. Those leftover yeah, CDs. CDs. <laughs> That's true. They are. But uh, actually, we forgot to put them out for Christmas. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because right. it, it's a big seller. But people bought the CD. I should tell you because you know how sometimes you have a wobbly table in the kitchen. If you take my CD and place it under the shortest leg, yeah, it, it stabilizes that table. It stabilizes the table. You don't spill coffee. It, it's great. Go. It's it's been a big seller. All right, this is not rehearsed. We're recording here in a <laughs> yeah. nice little coffee shop here in Ludlow, Kentucky. Are you playing background music or why am I talking? <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know we're right here on the banks of the ohio and you notice my accent suddenly got a little more a little more kentucky a little more the ohio river and it's a great community to be from to grow up to raise your kids but every once in a while a whole bunch of things happen right here on the ohio let me tell you one story I asked my love to take a walk, to take a walk, just a little walk, down beside where the waters flow, down by the bank.
Moran. 